Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I know. I know that it's hard to let go of the old. I know it's hard to let go of the old. But God said, God has spoken and he said that the church era is over. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. A new thing. And if we if we don't throw all that old off and step into that new thing when 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 Pastor Robert said that it, it was it was a prophetic word and that's the reason I did this cuz I'm stepping into the new I'm stepping into it. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what it looks like. It's new. We've never been there before. We've never been here before. The church has never been here. But I'm telling you, by the Spirit of God, we are fixing to see some things. My God. It's already started to happen. It's already started to happen. Miracles are already taking place. We've already seen financial miracles. There are miracles that are happening. Miracles, 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 God. The most supernatural era that has ever been on the face of the earth. The most supernatural era. Shadows are healing. Shadows are healing. That's what I'm talking about. Great wealth transfer. Bam, there it is. That's what I'm talking about. Apostles already seen arms grow out. Legs grow out. Blind eyes opening. Deaf ears opening. The broken hearted healed just like that. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We step into this new era, God. We step into your new thing, God. We embrace it, Father. We embrace it. 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 We embrace it, God. the Lord says in John or Luke that don't worry little flock it's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom this is the kingdom (laughs) I mean this is the kingdom being led forth by the spirit of God this is the kingdom the now of God, the right now. What is he doing right now? What is he saying right now? 
That's the kingdom of God. We, we, have to, we have to be ready to move at a moment's notice. We have to be ready to move. We have to be ready to drop everything and just go with what he says, when he says it, how he says it. That's the kingdom. That's the kingdom. That's what he's been trying to get in us for thousands of years is the kingdom. The kingdom of God. It's his rule, his authority. That's what it is. His rule, his authority. And he has to get us out of our mind. We have to get out of our mind before we can come into the kingdom of God. Because my mind, there's no place for my mind. There's no place for it at all. And so often we, want, we try to control things and we try to keep things the way I've always known to do them. Or, you know, prayer, prayer, is, prayer doesn't work like it did a year ago. It doesn't work that way anymore. He's moving us into something new. He's moving us into a new way of doing things. And we were led by the Spirit, but He wants something different now. And it's about Him anyway, right? I mean, that's why we do all this, is for Him. But I have to be ready. If I'm sitting at the house in my PJs, you know, I know I'm the only one that does that, sitting in my house in my PJs, and all of a sudden the Spirit of God just says, get up, go. I have to go. That's what she did this morning. Thank you, Jesus. And because of that, she stepped into the new and broke all the old off. We break all the old off. I don't want to carry anything because the old is religion. That's what the old is. It's religion. As free as we were. If we try to hold on to the old way of doing things, we are religious. Because I know how great things were. My phone's just vibrating up here. I know how wonderful things were. They were. If we continue to try to do things that way, they were not going to be wonderful anymore. It's going to be dead. It's going to be dead. And Pastor Robert, I, I was feeling it. I was like, oh, there's like this breath of fresh air or something in here. There's something in here. It feels... And, and Pastor Robert said, I feel newness in here. I don't know how else to say it. I said, well, then say it. We feel new. I feel the new. I feel the new. I feel the new. I feel the life of God. I feel the life. And we have to be, we have to develop that relationship. It has to be so strong that I don't, that I stop second guessing the voice. Okay. Now, that's part of the new, too. I cannot second-guess the voice. I can no longer second-guess the voice. Okay? We have to go with what he speaks to me. Because the kingdom is within me. The kingdom is within me. I stole this from Daddy. <laughs> he, gave me, he let me have his Bible. <laughs> And I stole this from him. He said, the church is not the kingdom. She is the bride of Christ and is here to learn her Lord and the kingdom. 
That's what we're here to do is learn who Jesus is and learn the kingdom. That she, the church, will rule and reign with her Lord in his kingdom to come. That's what we're going to be doing in heaven. We've been talking about that all week long at home, that we're going to be ruling and reigning in heaven. We listened to Robert Morris, and, and he's, got a, he's got a series called Eternity, Your Choice. And I've only seen one of them, but it's life-changing. And, and it, it's my choice as to where I spend eternity, but it's also my choice as to how I spend eternity. There's going to be levels in heaven and hell. And I choose how I'm going to spend my eternity. That's why I need to be laying up treasures in heaven, not here. Not here. Okay. It says, the church has a destiny, and the kingdom is that destiny. The kingdom was in Adam. There was the kingdom activity. He was, he was walking about doing the kingdom, being in the kingdom. And then he lost the kingdom. The image was lost. The kingdom was in Jesus. The kingdom is Jesus. The kingdom is now in us because of the resurrection. And then Apostle Angie gave me a book, and it is by a, a woman called, named Barbara Yoder. And in that book, well, Daddy also said this right here. It says, the church needs to lose itself in something greater than itself so that it can find itself which is what he's doing with us right now. We're losing ourself. We're losing that the church is it. We're coming into something greater than me, which is the kingdom. <laughs> so that I can finally find myself and who I am and what my purpose is and why I'm even here. Amen? Okay, and in this book, Barbara Yoder says, we must change from a church paradigm to a kingdom paradigm kingdom is greater than the church paradigm is a way of thinking a, a, an example a mindset you know and I have to change it from the church to the kingdom because I am the church I am the church in Walmart I am the church in AutoZone I am the church on the job I am the church and I carry the kingdom with me everywhere I go. Now, C. Peter Wagner wrote the foreword to that book. And he said, Jesus never sent the disciples to preach the gospel of salvation or the gospel of the church. He always sent them to preach the gospel of the kingdom. Church is not a building. It is a people whose purpose is to release the kingdom, the realm of God's rule and authority into every sphere of life. I'm supposed to be releasing the kingdom into every sphere of life, everywhere I go. What God's people do in the workplace is just as valid a form of ministry as preaching behind a pulpit or singing on the praise team. Well, should I say that again? What God's people do in the workplace is just as valid a form of ministry. You are a minister on your job. 
It is as valid a form of ministry as preaching behind a pulpit or singing on the praise team or teaching a class or whatever else we do. A healing ministry. When I go to work, that's just as valid as anything else. So I'm like, okay. So it matters what I do. It matters how I carry myself. It matters the things I say. All that stuff matters. I know. I know. I saw all of this before yesterday. <laughs> and we won't talk about yesterday. Thank you, Jesus. So everything that we do has to line up with the kingdom. So if the kingdom is God's rule, it's the Father's rule and authority over our life, that really means I have to walk in his character. And if I'm walking in his character, I am walking in kingdom. <laughs> well, the good news is his character is on the inside of you. That's the good news. His character is in here. He might have to do some work <laughs> to get that character coming forth on a regular basis. But that character is in here. It is in here. I'm skipping over some stuff. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Woo. <laughs> mm. mm. Um, we are his image and his likeness, which is his character. That's what his face is. When, when, he, when I bless y'all on Sunday mornings and I say, may his face shine upon you. As his character, may his character, everything that he is, shine upon you. He makes his character shine upon you. If I am his express image, I am the image of God. I am supposed to be his character. It says that I was created to carry glory. I'm created to carry glory, and that glory is that weight. It's that, it's that heavy, the heavy presence of God, which is his character. It's his nature. It's his character. It's his reputation. So I was created to carry his reputation. I'm created to carry his character. Me and you, we are created to carry his character we got to let that sink in. Is my character his character? Is my character his on the interstate in 5 o'clock traffic?
is my character his when my husband tells me to do something and I don't like? Sorry, guys. He preached it to me first. I told y'all in time. He's been getting on to me a lot. He gets on to me. I'm bringing it to y'all. So the way that I act right now here on this earth is going to determine how I spend eternity. And he's just trying to get me to spend eternity the right way. Because it's, it's much longer than this life. Right? It's much, much longer. And I'm here so that Joe Blow down the road can see God can see the love of the Father, that he can see the Father in me, that he can say, what is it about you? I, I see what's happening in your life. I see things that's going on, and, and I see what they just did and what they just said to you, but, but you, you didn't react. You just, like, loved. <laughs> He's supposed to say, what's up with that? What's going on? What's in there? The nature of God is on the inside of me. So let's just keep hitting a little bit about what I do um, in the behind closed doors or at work or something like that. Do I, do I cheat a little bit? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Do I go in late, leave early? Do I look at the opposite sex and go, come on. He said, if you look upon a woman, if you look upon her and lust after her, you have committed adultery already in your heart. That's what the word says. So I have to watch every single thing about what I do. Now, I'm going to say, if you look upon that man and you say the same thing, same thing. It's not just for a, a man looking at a woman. It says you've committed adultery with them already. So I have to watch what I'm doing. The only way that we can do this correctly is to develop that relationship with him, that I go after his heart till he becomes the most important thing in me. He's the most important, bar none. Nobody loves their grandbabies more than me, but he's got to be more important. He has to. He has to be more important than my spouse. He has to be more important. That's how things start changing in me. Um, let me see. Thank you, Jesus. I can't hardly see. Luke 17, 21 is where he says that the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is on the inside of you. Okay? 
Now, go over and look at Colossians 1, 27. Thank you, Jesus. He talks about this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So the kingdom is within me, and the hope of glory is Christ within me, right? So the kingdom and Christ, they're one, okay? Let's go over and look at Galatians, Galatians 5. Because I saw something in this, in this right here. Start with verse 18. It says, but if you are led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. Okay? We're not under the law. Jesus said, well, okay, we're not under the law. We're not under any kind of law. The law of gravity, which, you know. The law of physics. We're not under any kind of law. Okay, verse 19. It says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in times past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So that tells me that the kingdom of darkness is mostly doing my own thing and going after the lust of the flesh, which the lust of the flesh is just those its desires. Forbidden desires, things I shouldn't be doing. That's what the lust of the flesh is. And that's what the kingdom of darkness is. Amen? But if I put those things away, I can inherit. And inherit is, is possess it. I, I can have it. It's mine. I can obtain it. I can be a partaker of the kingdom of heaven. And this right here is the character of God, verse, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and long-suffering and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. And against such, there is no law. You know, Apostle um, Eileen preached in here a few years, years ago that love walked on water. Because... Against this character right here, against that character, against the character of God, against the fruit of the Spirit, there is no law. This is limitless. This is the reason that Jesus could say, water turned into wine. And it did. This is the reason right here that Jesus could take five loaves of bread and two fish give thanks for it, break it, and feed probably 15,000 people. It says 5,000 men, but there's always more women than there are men. 
always. And they all, back then, had a bunch of kids. So he fed all those people, and he had baskets left over because he defies the law of physics. <laughs> the character of God is limitless. And we are coming into the new, y'all. Come on, that's why I'm telling you, we're fixing to start seeing things we can only imagine right now. We hear about it a little sporadically. You know, I've heard David Hogan say that, that they had a pot of beans and a pot of rice. And they prayed over it. And that one pot of beans and one pot of rice fed more than a 1,000 people. And still was producing beans and rice. He had to tell it to stop. That is supposed to be commonplace. That is our normal. That's our normal right there. And whenever I am walking in the character of God, there ain't nothing that can stop that. Nothing can stop it. So whenever I need something, I just speak it forth. I told y'all, I, I don't know if y'all knew I was prophesying another day, last Sunday, but whenever I said we're going to have what we speak, we're going to have what we speak, positive or negative. So when I need something, all I have to do is say, light be. I know, I know, I know. It seems to be like, whoop, far-fetched. Come on. I got to let him develop that character in me where I'm walking in love and joy and peace and gentleness and kindness and self-control and patience. And against that right there, there is no law whatsoever. I can walk on water if I need to. Hey! Come on. I can. I can. I can do this. That's what I'm supposed to do. Because that character is limitless on the inside of me. It's limitless. And I can speak to that back and say, be healed in the name of Jesus. Line up. Line up. Spend time with God. Spend time on my face. Let Him work in me. Loving on Him. Because there's no one like my Father. There's no one like my Father. No one like my Father. My Father did all of this so that He could be with me. He wanted to be with me. He wanted to be with you. He wanted you to curl up in his lap and love on him and tell him how wonderful he was so he could look at you and say, I love you. I just love you so much. Thank you for being my daughter. He did it all for us because he wanted to be with us. He wanted a relationship with us. He wanted us to go out into the world so full of Him that we turned the world upside down. They did it. They did it then. How much more could we do now? Well, you can't sneeze without it being on Facebook in four minutes. Yes!
Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ha. Hey. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There's more, there's more for us than what we than what we um, activate. There's more for us than what we activate. Amen? Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Jesus. Against that character, there is no law. Against that character, it, there's no limits. There's no limits to what can be done. He said exceedingly, abundantly, above all, you can think or ask. <laughs> the kingdom of God is within me. It is in me. His rule, his authority, it's in me. It's on the inside of me. His character is on the inside of me. It's in me. It's in me. It's in you. That character is in you. It's in you. It's in you. How do I get it to come forth? <laughs> How do I get it to come forth? Take control over myself. Stop letting myself act like it wants to act. Stop. I'm going to say it again. Stop letting myself act like it wants to act. Do I always win on that point right there? No. I messed up yesterday. You know, we take the mask off. But I got today. I got today, right? Hallelujah. And I know that it's on the inside of me. Brother Allen, the character of God is on the inside of you. The kingdom of God is within you. It is within you. And he's just wanting to get us to that place where he can bring it out of us. And we can walk on the water. And we can turn water into wine. And we can heal the sick. And we can raise the dead. And we can bring sight to the blind. And we can cause the lame to walk. That's what we're supposed to be doing. We can heal the sick. Amen. 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 Amen, 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 amen. Verse 24 says, and those who are Christ, that's those who belong to Christ, were crucified, have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. See, that's all he's asking me to do. That's it right there. And, when, and do, in doing that, <laughs> I can live by the Spirit. He says, if we live by the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. That is the kingdom of God. That is how Jesus did it. That's how he did it. He's no different than us. He left all of that. He was a man. And he came to earth as a man. It says he laid down all of that. 
He came to earth as a man, and Holy Ghost came on the inside of him. And he was led forth by the Spirit. And that's how we do it. We've been baptized in the Holy Ghost. How many of you speak in tongues? Shakababa. Shakababa. We've been, we've been baptized in the Holy Ghost. So Holy Spirit is in here. And, and, and the baptism of the Holy Ghost is supposed to be the possession of. <laughs> yes, I want to be possessed by him. Completely possessed where I ain't no question if he says do. We just, we do it. We fix it. We do it. We just do it. We stop second guessing that voice. Because I'm going to tell you, if we continue to second guess that voice, we are staying in the old and he is moving on and he's going to leave me behind. He's going to leave me behind. And he ain't leaving me behind. I'm be Obed-Edom. I'm chasing him down. You ain't taking the presence from me, God. No, 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 no. I'm chasing you down. Amen. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because 2 Peter, and we, we've talked about these scriptures, all these scriptures, we've talked about them before. But 2 Peter 1 and I like three, says, as his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge, through the knowledge, that knowledge is, is understanding, is understanding him, knowing him. Who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature. Everything that, he's, that we've said this morning is the kingdom is within us. I have the nature of God on the inside of me. That's what he's saying right there. I am a partaker, a partaker of the divine nature. And I have escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Come on. Lust is simply desires. Desires to throw a fit. Not, it's not just sexual stuff, y'all. It's desires to throw a fit. It's a desires to have my way. By God, you're going to do what I said. That's lust of the flesh. It's more than just eating a whole pack of Oreos. It's more than, it's more than just than shopping and spending all your money. That's the lust of the flesh. He saved me from that. Romans says that sin has no more dominion over me. It doesn't have dominion. I do. But I'm going to have to tell that thing to shut up and sit down. You are not having your way. Same thing 
allowing myself to stay in depression. Because I understand that sometimes that thing will sneak up on you and you don't really realize it, you know. But then in a minute, you're all of a sudden, you're like, oh, wait a minute, I'm, I sure am depressed. Well, that, then I should be like, wait a minute. Mm-mm, you ain't staying in me. The life of God is on the inside of me. Get off of me in the name of Jesus. God, who is it that's depressed? Because I pull that thing off of them in the name of Jesus. I drive that thing off. That's what we're supposed to be doing. That right there. You don't allow that thing to stay in me. I'm not allowing it. That's a lust of the flesh. It is a lust of the flesh because I give in to myself. Yes, I know. I just felt all that. But things happen. I know things happen. Things happen to me too. I know they do. And bad things happen. Yes, I know, but I have to rise up in my dominion, my authority, and drive that thing out. I'm the one that has to rise up for my family and say, get out. Get out of my kid. Get out of my house. Get out of my husband. Get out. Get out of my wife. Get out. I have to do that. If I'm wallowing in it, I'm sorry, but if I'm wallowing in it, that is not the character of God. That is not the kingdom of God. That is the kingdom of darkness. It is the kingdom of darkness, and I have been called to come out of that thing and destroy it. Come out of it and destroy it. In the name of Jesus, he just said that he has given me everything I need that pertains to life and godliness. And that life is Zoe. It is the life of God. The life of God. You know there ain't nothing broke in the life of God. Ain't nothing needs fixing in the life of God. There ain't nothing sick in the life of God. And he said, I gave you everything that pertains to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. And I have been given exceedingly great promises, precious promises, that through these I may be a partaker of the divine nature, having escaped corruption that is in the world through lust. I got power over lust. Which means simply, I got power over me. I got power over me. Thank you, Jesus. All by what Jesus Christ did, by what he did for me, I can now grab a hold of what he did, pull on that nature that's on the inside of me. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to remember this, and I want you all to remember this, when things don't go your way about 2.30 today, okay? When somebody says something or does something that really ain't, you know, what you want, we got to remember that the character of God is on the inside of me. Fruit of the Spirit is on the inside of me. The kingdom of God is within me. Okay? Y'all text me. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm, don't do that because about that time I'll be going, nah, nah, nah. No, I'm not. Thank you, Jesus. Your pastor be human. Human, human, human. <laughs> so the kingdom of God, which is on the inside of me, does away with my lust of the flesh. 
It does away with my fit throwing. <laughs> it does away with my uh, compulsive shopping. It does away with fear. It does. So I need to check myself. Okay, God, what am I, what am I holding on to? Because I ain't holding on to none of this mess. If I was afraid to step out and do things yesterday, I let go of it today because the new is here. And so I have to step into the new. I'm going to be left out here. And, and he's going to go on. He's going to go on, and we're going to be blowing and going in signs and wonders. We gonna be, he said to me that he was launching me into a ministry of unusual manifestations of his presence, unusual signs and wonders. Sunday. I want that right there. So I'm going to let go of everything that's keeping me from that right there. Everything. Whatever it is. Got to go. Because I got to have what he put me here for. And he put me here for unusual. Yes. Extraordinary. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. That's what he put you here for. To walk in the miraculous. To say, come out in the name of Jesus. As we were talking this morning, and we was, I love Robert Morris. He's just a fantastic teacher. And, and we were watching some stuff on Dominion, and it was so good. And Keith's like, the devil, can I tell this? <laughs> I just thought I might better ask. He said, the devil, what, what it reminds me of is the devil is just like a little spoiled baby that's just throwing a fit. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly right. Because the word says that when we see him, we're going to say, that? That is what brought down nations? What? So when we start realizing that we are the ones that have the power, and he's a toddler. Just look at him as a toddler. He does have power. He does. He is a worthy adversary, but it's because I let him be. Because I let him be. If I rise up and say, shut your mouth, I'm fixing to whoop your butt. And you don't count to three. If you do that one more time, you wait, I'm counting to ten. No, I said, shut up. Bam! That's what you do. That's how you, that's how you train kids. Huh? <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Take me to, they take me to jail, wouldn't they, Josh? <laughs> Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, thank you for giving us everything that we need to walk in this new thing. This new thing. Hey, I'm excited about it. I'm real excited about it. And I don't think it's a coincidence that we're fixing to start going out into the streets. Hey. Go out into the streets and we start working the miracles and signs and wonders. Follow us. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.